Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation Certified Instructor and Resiliency Expert, helping people to think, speak, and act positively through the challenges of life. You can find out more about me in this interview at my website. It's Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L dot com. My guest today is Betty Franklin, who I met uh, recently at the Toronto International Book Fair, and I also found out about Betty through my great friend Brandon Krieger. Betty is an educator, author, and coach. She's also a registered nurse with over 30 years of work experience in hospital and home care settings. Uh, she's seen firsthand how disease and illness impacts our lives, our loved ones, and the world around us. And today her practice helps people improve their life, their health, and personal effectiveness. And in sharing her knowledge, skill, and expertise in her books, workshops, coachings, and product line, uh, Betty engages, encourages, and empowers people to choose healthy, balanced, and abundant lifestyles. Her book, Guts, Get Uncomfortable to Succeed, offers valuable insights through a down-to-earth point of view, and it challenges you. It's friendly, it's well-written and informative, and it also inspires you. As uh, Brian Tracy, who uh, I'm a big fan of, a well-known author and motivational speaker commented, Guts shows you how to move out of your comfort zone, expand your boundaries and imagination, and achieve more than you ever thought possible. Welcome to the show today, Betty. Thank you. It's uh, good to be speaking with you, Tom. I'm excited about uh, the time we're we're spending together. Yeah, and we could spend all day just talking about our mutual, our our hospital experiences. I've been in a hospital about 40 times uh, here oh in my. Toronto, in Toronto where I live, and in Ottawa. And uh, so I've learned a lot about uh, illness and how it impacts not only myself but my family, my parents, yeah. my sisters. And um, uh, you know how, and then you, in your own uh, bio, you were you use it, the word that is my definite purpose. I even have a tattoo of it. Encourage. Uh, ah, okay. So, uh, I uh, my definite purpose is to encourage as many people as I can. So we have a lot of kind of common interests here. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, first of all, let me uh, talk about your book, Guts. Uh, I love the acronym for guts, and that's a pretty cool one. Get uncomfortable to succeed. So guts. Yes. Uh, why did you write this book after all these years in nursing and hospital settings? Uh, uh, because it's an amazing book and a great topic. Okay. Um, why I wrote it as a nurse, I, I wrote it to encourage people and create awareness of what impacts disease because disease disease and illness ultimately is a process many people don't just become ill like like about 80% or more of disease is stress related and the impact of that stress shows up in our, our body. It shows up as heart disease. It can show up as stress, as diabetes, as cancers, as, as um, lung ailments, and as um, accidents and suicides. And uh, um, I don't, after years and years of nursing, especially when I transitioned into um, home care nursing, 
I saw the impact of people's lives, the relationships, the environment they live in, the, their socioeconomic level. In a hospital setting, um, I, I sometimes said we're, we're all equals. You put on a Johnny gown and you can be, like, it doesn't matter if you're top CEO of a company or you're, you're working on the factory lines of Ford or if you're, you're just dealing with welfare um, and, and trying to survive day to day um, stress and and uh, so in in hospital settings we're all a nurse and physician see us like as total equal equals and we are equals right. but in the home care setting you see more the dynamics that goes on in people's mm-hmm. lives and how that impacts like through the years um, or like, um I, I use this example and, and, and I apologize if um, maybe it, it offends somebody, but um, an 80-year-old woman who with dementia, you go in and you're, as a nurse, you're, doing, you're making rounds and uh, um, you're feeding her, you're changing her, you're bathing her. Every time um, my colleagues and I went in to change her because she, she could no longer get up and get out of bed, and so she wore Depends or she wore diapers, and mm-hmm. every time we pulled the sheet back she would call out no daddy no no daddy no and so what happened in her life what what happened in her life and what stresses did she have to live with and and how that through the years impacted her in a home care in the home care setting there's people who I, I went into this young family's home and he was a major breadwinner and he had an injury which was uh, um, was going to take a while to heal like it was a fairly deep wound and we went in for dressing changes and um, in my conversation with him like like who else um, do, do you have benefits do you who else brings in money and it comes out that he um, there was no money coming in so how's that going to impact his healing the healing of his body if he's stressed and fretting and worrying about that so um, you also see the dynamics of relationships how uh, somebody talks with their partner or their mother and you, you can feel the the stress and the tension sometimes well that impacts how they're going to heal and how they're going to um, uh, progress through their illness. So um, I see that too. Like, uh, my goodness, I when I speak, I say that my home setting was the key to my success in dealing positively mm-hmm. with with arthritis from my jaw to my toes, being in hospital 40 times, four hips replaced, mm-hmm. four knees replaced. It's because of my family, because I would sometimes be at a doctor, a rheumatologist, and there'd be other parents that were treating their kids like they were China dolls. They wouldn't let them mm-hmm. go to school. They wouldn't let them do sports. They like just protected them like they were... Yeah. breakable well, so, whereas my yeah, parents well, were like okay play hockey play baseball we know you're going to be sore the next day you make the choice so as a kid yeah. you're like okay i'm going to play hockey i know tomorrow i won't be able to move but i want to play hockey so, yes 
some of us are some of our lives are so um, impacted by crippling insecurity because of the words that our parents spoke and sometimes they are like words of judgment or criticism or failure and sometimes they're overprotectiveness and and that creates uh, fear in us and that impacts um, how we handle our lives and what you can overcome you are blessed Tom, with, with having a family that, that, exactly. that that's supportive. But not everybody gets that. Not everybody they gets And not from, it's just people don't know. People don't exactly. know the full impact of things years later. What I share in my book and what I share in my workshops is, is ultimately disease is a process. It, 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 it can, the choices we make, the things that impact us today and on a day-to-day basis, those small things can impact us 10, 20, 30 years later and show up in things that if we knew better, if we knew differently, we could have um, made different choices. And that's what I try to do in, in the book and through my workshops and through the coaching is to create awareness of how um, um, I use the, uh, the I use what I call the six F's of health and well-being and how our family, how our fitness, how our friends, how our finances, how the fun we have and the faith or belief we have in ourselves impacts us. And we need some kind of balance amongst all six of those to create a healthy, balanced, and abundant life. Exactly. And so I wrote the book for that to create that awareness. I use guts because it's not easy. It's not easy to find that balance. And, and so you need to, we need to step out of our comfort zone sometimes, get a bit uncomfortable. Now, it doesn't have to be harshly uncomfortable, but just kind of think outside the box a bit and find a bit better way and make some better choices, which when we are, get ourselves into habits or routines, it's hard to break away from that. Um, it's easier sometimes somebody coming to a hospital setting with uh, heart disease or, or having a heart attack. Here are the pills that will uh, increase the, the 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 pumping of the heart and open up the blood vessels so that the blood flows easier to the heart. So some people will just take those pills, but you need to get a bit uncomfortable and start exercising some more. You need to eat healthier foods than, and choose more fruits and vegetables if that's not what you were used to doing. You need to become aware of what's, in, what's causing you stress. Is there stress at work? Is there stress in relationships? Is there stress within your own body for what you believe about yourself? So, right. um, so the the book is an awareness piece, um, and 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 guts is just um, it, I got to grab people's attention, and, <laughs> and 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 people need to get you. You can't. It's hard to come to the healthcare system and say, "Here, fix me," without you doing your part. Exactly, and it is tough. It is more. Almost more for myself from arthritis since the age of five. It's been almost Mm, probably as it's been as tough mentally as it has been physically because illness, pain, chronic pain throughout your body, 
it can do a lot with your mind as much oh, as yes. with your body. Well, that's and, where you with um, Napoleon Hill's foundation and, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of it, most of our stuff starts in the mind. It and does. how we, we have how thirty we're thinking. to sixty thousand. Yeah, we have thirty to sixty thousand yeah. thoughts a day. Yeah, I ask people. So, what are you, what kind of thoughts are you having in regards to those six areas of your life? In regards to the people in your life, the work, your finances, yourself, and that. How many of those sixty thousand thoughts are positive? How many mm-hmm. are negative? Are fifty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine negative? Mm, right, and well, you have to purposely choose them in advance. I tell yes, people, like, that's correct. Tough times, that's correct. tough times are going to come. You are going to be challenged. Yeah. So figure out yeah. some heroes ahead of time, some people you admire that you're like, well, at least I'm not that guy, or look how well that guy yeah. is doing. Yeah. And think of some and, phrases, and that's why I always answer amazing when I'm asked how I'm doing, uh, because it, right. re- remi- it reminds me that. Well, four out of ten people in the world live on less than $2 a day. What could be the worst that could happen to me in Canada, one of the greatest nations in the world, that would be equivalent to living on less than $2 a day and not eating mm-hmm. every day? And so yeah. I think of that ahead of time so that instead of saying, holy cow, I'm in pain today and this is not fair. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm thinking, okay, at least I eat every day. At least I have a car That's a roof right. over my head. And so it exactly. is tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it, 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 things are when we change the way we do things or, or, or moving towards a posit, more positive lifestyle. It's it, it's hard, and then sometimes it gets even harder, and before it gets easier, and before <laughs> we find, see the success in it. So some of the stuff that I do, and especially with the coaching, um, is offer hope. And if you like right. acronyms, here's um, here's a an acronym for hope which stands for hold on, pain ends. <laughs> I like that one. I'm writing yeah. it down. Hold, hold on, on, pain, pain ends. ends. So in the book, I, I, it, it's not a medical book. Written by a nurse, it's not a medical book. I try to keep things as simple and, and understandable as possible, that, the, hence the six Fs. I, I have people now, okay, what are those six Fs again? And it's easier to remember than um, um, bigger or other types yeah, of yeah. words. Adding right. the acronyms, like so, I have guts in there. Some of the tools and strategies that I offer are are rooted initially in an acronym, um, like like the hope, uh, hold on, pain ends, or yeah. um, when when uh, like uh, just to offer another one, halt. I don't know if you've ever heard of the acronym halt. No. Uh, whenever you are, have to make a decision about something or you want to say something to somebody. Check first and halt if you are hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Because if you're any one of those, the choices you make or the things that you say may result in damage that you, it won't be so easy to rectify. Right. So, and that's one of the things I teach as well is the thought may be in your head. But once you let it come out of your lips, you're not only right. affecting your, you're not only affecting yourself and your subconscious, you're affecting everyone around you. So even That's if you right. do have those, uh, if it's 50-50 negative thoughts, keep those negative thoughts out of your words at least. Mm-hmm. And and negative thoughts are are they're a choice. Like we we don't have or keeping them in your head are a choice. We don't always have a choice of what pops in there. 
But right. we have a choice of, of, of honoring it and letting it stay there. Like if you have an, <laughs> I, I've worked hard to send away negative thoughts because I came with, with, from a, a background that may be a little bit more critical um, and judgmental than maybe was healthy. And, and mm-hmm. so I grew up with, so I had to work hard to um, send that away. Like, 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 no, I don't want that in my life. Like, at one point, I just did, you know, in a computer, we push um, delete, like, just delete, <laughs> get out of here, delete, dissolve yeah, and delete, yeah. and, and then replace it. I am, cho- just like you're saying, you're having an amazing day. Like, I'm choosing, you know what, I am a good person. I, my relationships with the, uh, my, my parents and my friends and my children, are, they're, they're good relationships. I'm sending them blessings and love instead yeah. of thinking, oh, why did they say this to me? Or, or um, oh, oh my, I shouldn't have done that. I wish I hadn't done Like, how many of us hold on to something that um, happened lots of years ago? Whether it's right. something we did and maybe we hurt somebody un, um, unintentionally, but it caused um, hurt to somebody. And how many of us hold on to something like that oh, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and can't let it go? And even though you do good, lots of good things, you hang on to that, that negative aspect. Like we're humans, we're not perfect, we make mistakes. One of the exactly. things that, that I start my workshops off with, and I, it's in the first couple of chapters of the book, is how magnificent of a masterpiece we are each are. And then mm-hmm. I just list off facts, I, like just your comment about the thoughts. We have over 60,000 thoughts a day, 800 words a minute. Uh, our, um, we have over... Um, 50 trillion cells in our bodies that keep us moving, functioning, and growing. We have over 100 million receptors in our eyes so we can see 24,000 fibers in our ears so we can hear. Our body is made up of a framework of of 200 bones which have over 5,000 muscles attached to it. And then we have um, no 11,000 kilometers of... um, nerve fiber, and 96,000 kilometers of blood vessels that pump to a heart, that lead to a heart that pumps over 38 million times a year. Like, that's Man. just amazing. That, that's those, just amazing. Those, are, those are facts, and that's everybody. So I start off with we are magnificent masterpieces, and we are capable of doing so much. If our body just can do that. Like, can imagine what we, what else we can do, and that sets the groundwork for getting, like, doing the work and the guts that it takes to keep that body functioning, and so that we lead lead uh, better lives and healthier lives. Because how can we, like, from a nursing perspective, how can we lead good lives if we're if we're in the hospital and we're dealing with tests and surgeries and 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 we need to give ourselves insulin injections all the time and like like it, it it's I'm not saying you can't but it does impact us and I know for you Tom like you you were born with like like at five years of age you were diagnosed yeah, yeah. with this arthritis like that. You you have no control over that, but a lot of people have control over heart disease, and right. they have control if they're going to have diabetes. Their weight, and they have they control. Have, they I, have control over yeah. their weight, as Zig Ziglar would say. Nobody ever forced them to eat anything. That's right. 
That's right. We have choices in many things, and and that's that's the message that I'm trying to get out there. That make better choices, like and and do it simply. So I use the I use uh, make a, a a better choice, which is an ac- like, like a better choice. A B C's. It's simple. So what what is <laughs> when we go to a mall like. I say to my husband, oh, the parking spot over there, that's for people who want to live longer. Like, so <laughs> you, 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 you walk a little bit further and, and instead of looking for the parking spot that's close to you, if, if I know in high rises, apartments and that, like, like you don't want to walk up 20 flights of stairs or 12 flights of stairs, but people can walk up four flights of stairs. Like, that's not so challenging for a lot of people to do. So that's a better choice sometimes than taking an elevator. Um, exactly. A, a bag of potato chips versus the cost of a bag of apples. You know what? You can buy, like, like three pounds of apples for um, $4. You can buy a bag of potato chips for $4. Like, what's a better choice? What's a <laughs> exactly. better choice? And you can exercise. And, and I I go to the gym regularly, but for a number yeah, of years yeah. I used to think, well, I got arthritis. I got a built-in excuse for not working out. Wrong, mm. wrong. And I feel better and look better than ever because I do work out for like the last yeah. 15 years. That's right. And so yeah. it's our and choices. And don't we all have, make excuses? We all oh, make, hey. we, we live in... We live in a world of uh, call it excuseitis. I'm too, I'm too old. I'm too, I'm too young. I'm, I, I, I've got this illness. I'm not smart enough. Those are all excuses, and that's why yeah. I say you're magnificent. You're capable, like everybody to different degrees, but we we all can do something exactly. to improve our I lives. And when one thing, when you start improving one thing then something else improves and something else improves and slow and steady you you get there right now you focus and, on uh, you, you focus on six areas of your of our lives in your book uh sometimes they switch back and forth six and seven i think zig ziglar has like seven areas of life that he does mm-hmm. goal setting in yours is six usually when i try to remember the areas of my life i only come up with the six as well so what are the yeah. six areas that you focus on because listen in the arthritis society when they when i teach workshops they teach like a pain cycle and so pain is like around like you could be fatigued which would cause pain which would cause you know, mental uh, thinking challenges and stress and a number of other mm-hmm. things. And so the six areas of our lives are important uh, because they're all intertwined. And if you have stress they are. in one, they are. if you have illness and already and then you have stress in one area, it's going to make your illness worse. Well, what I do and exercise, and the exercise is in the book as well, like, I, I, I have I use that wheel and then ask people with the six spokes uh, um, addressed as family, fitness, friends, finance, fun, and faith, and I ask people their level of satisfaction within each of those areas. And, and uh, so family is, is your level of satisfaction with um, your family of origin, your mom and dad, your siblings, your aunts and uncles, grandparents, and that, that you feel comfortable with them and, and that you can be vulnerable and, and you feel uh, encouraged by them, as well as your immediate family, if it's uh, a partner, if it's um, with your kids and, and, and that. So how satisfied are you with that component in your life? on a scale of 1 to 10. With um, 
fitness it's your not just your physical and 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 nutritional fitness but also your emotional fitness and your mental fitness and the fitness of the environment that you live in how clean it is so there's a lot more to it but i try to keep it simple so what is your level of satisfaction on a scale of one to ten with one um, being not satisfied and 10 being extremely satisfied, what is your level of satisfaction with that, with the fitness component of your life? Then um, friends, it's about your buddies, your pals, the people you, you hang out with. We all need uh, community and a social environment, but also the people you work with, the people you're on committees with or go to church with or little league with or, mm-hmm. or the people on the street. Like, uh, are you do, you, do you suffer with road rage or do you just kind of... <laughs> Are friendly with everybody so what's your level of satisfaction there then finance um, how much money is enough how do you get it how do you grow it how do you keep it safe how do you have fun with it how do you give it away at the end of life for some people fifty thousand dollars is enough and for others five hundred thousand isn't enough mm. so what's your yeah. level of satisfaction with the finances in your life Under fun, I talk about uh, play and laughter and the time for rest. But if we are dealing with abuse, if we're dealing with addictions, if you're a worry wart, um, if you're hiding secrets, how, how much fun can you really have? So what's your level of satisfaction within the fun component of your life? The faith... It's about belief in yourself. Do you believe you are capable? Do you, do, you, do you have a good self-esteem? Do you believe in the people in your life? And do you believe in the process and faith, have faith in the process of time? And then I bring in a spiritual component, in a higher power, a God, however you may choose to call it. But what's your faith in, in, in just mm-hmm. life... Um, life evolving as as it does. So within each of those six components, what's your level of satisfaction? And people can rate, some people have a very good life and they they rate seven, eight, nine in all of those. Some can rate five, three, nine, six. And then, so once they have all those markings on their wheel, I ask them to attach them, draw another wheel inside, and that gives a real visual of what um, what their life looks like. There's no right or wrong to this exercise. It's very subjective. It's just where you are today. You can do this exercise a month, two months, a year later, and your wheel can be different, but it creates an awareness about, um, um, about your life. Then I'll ask, right. does your wheel roll? Where's the flat? And if I was to put that wheel onto a bicycle or onto a car and you're to travel the roads, bumpy roads with hills and valleys and everything, how comfortable will that ride be? Hmm. And it's just, oh, people start getting it. And, and then, so how do you pump up that wheel? How do you pump up where the flat is? And that's where um, the guts comes in, the work comes in, and, and, and finding your guts. And, and then I offer some simple tools to, especially in the workshops, to take away that they can uh, um, they can use uh, on a regular basis to to um, improve their life. Um, I'm doing actually a presentation tomorrow with a, a group of. Uh, uh, executives who are going through career changes, a group called mm-hmm. Happen. 
I don't know if you're familiar. And, and no. the title is Six Keys to De-Stress Your Life and Live It in Health, Balance, and Abundance. Do you have the guts to do it? So wow. I, I will go through what kind of generically what we just went through to create awareness, and I will leave them with six keys to de-stress their life. And keeping in mind those six Fs, and a lot of it is, is keep it simple, making better choices. It's the being thought, like um, um, being aware of your thoughts, being positive, yeah. Right. Um, keeping things simple and then uh, loving yourself. And how do you and love? I use another acronym as well. And because I try to keep, like I said, keep it light, keep it fun, but have, give people something to leave with. And uh, the love acronym. You want to write this? Yeah. <laughs> love. And so it's mm-hmm. love of self and right. love and respect of self and 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 love of others. But the L stands for listen. Listen to your mm. body and listen to your thoughts and, and nice. change the negative to the positive thoughts. And if your body's aching, if there's a sore somewhere, ask, like, like why is this happening to me? Like, like mm. as I, people can feel palpitations or, or, or lots of times if you question people when they come in to an emergency department or to a doctor, sometimes those They've noticed their body doing things or mm-hmm. having aches and pains long before. Right. If they really right. are honest, like, but they just now it's really severe. That stomach ache is really severe. The headache's really severe, and like, in, in I would say in eighty percent of the cases, like, I'm not saying that that um, everything is related to stress, but a lot of right. stuff is. So you're preaching so to the choir listen, here. Yeah. Listen to your body and listen to your thoughts. The O stands for overlook, which is basically uh, where I say to tell people you're a magnificent masterpiece, but you're not perfect. We do have faults and we do make mistakes. And so we need to learn to forgive ourselves and forgive others. So overlook it and and move past it. Let it go. Um, V stands for validate. Um, validate yourself. That's the positive words. The 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 I I I can get through this. I'm proud of telling your kids you're proud of them, and we'll work through this together. And so nice. uh, we need that um, value. We need to right. value and validate ourselves. And the E is for effort. Put in the work. Do the work. Do the guts part, and get a bit uncomfortable. And 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 in with that we can learn to balance out our lives and, and um, love ourselves and live better, better lives. Mm-hmm. So those are six, like, like ultimately I have six keys that I give them. And, and it's simple stuff. And, and um, I find healthcare doesn't always deal with that. They deal with the physical symptoms, but they're not getting into the person's head. They don't know what's happening ultimately in, the, in people's lives. Finances, like, like do you go to the doctor and tell somebody you can't pay your bills and uh, the creditors are at the door or I have uh, $6,000 in credit card bills and I just lost my job, like, like Christmas is coming and I can't buy, like I'm stressed because I can't buy something for my family or for my kids or, or so 
so finances and various things we don't always tell the healthcare system about. We don't tell them always that we're living with abuses or we're living with addictions. Heaven forbid if the doctor finds out or healthcare knows. As a nurse, we always ask even uh, from how much do you drink and oh, just normal and like people will say a drink or two. The family knows in the background they go through a 26er a day. Right, right. <laughs> like they, but you're not telling the healthcare system that the healthcare no, system right. needs to know that because something can happen to your health and uh, because uh, going through DTs or whatever. Like there, um, there's many things that we, the healthcare system doesn't ask us and we don't tell them. So right. guts yeah. is about creating awareness about all the other things that happen in our lives and and how much stress impacts us. I don't know if I said earlier, 80% of diseases believed to be stress-related and whatever yeah. our genetic weak link, stress triggers it. Mm, nice. Like that's, yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 there have been numerous studies done around that and the six leading causes of death are stress-related. The no, six high right. causes of death are stress-related. Yeah. That's your heart mm-hmm. disease, your cancer, your, your stroke, your diabetes, your lung ailments, and accidents. Stress wow, impacts wow. that. Yes. And, yeah. and we have control over a lot of that. So yeah. my, my role, I, I, I tell people I've transitioned my nursing career from instead of caring for people who are ill to helping promote healthy lifestyles and keep them out of the hospital, prevent disease. Nice. And that starts with creating awareness. It starts yes. with that awareness piece. Because yes. if you don't know, <laughs> you don't know. Right. <laughs> and, exactly. and how can you change if you don't know? Right. Right. Yes. Now, I am very impressed that Brian Tracy wrote a testimonial for your book. Yes. I, I was very pleased when he did that. I was very wow. pleased when he did that. Please, I would be grinning so wide I could eat a banana sideways there. Brian Tracy <laughs> came, uh, wrote a testimonial for my it, book. Yeah, it came as a gift. Like I just, wow. oh my gosh, he's, this is what he sent. He received a copy of my book and uh, the next thing I knew, I uh, <laughs> I got this testimonial. I thought, Unsolicited awesome. testimonial? Unsolicited. You didn't say, here's what to write, or I hope you write a testimonial. No, no. What I did is, because I use quotes from different people in the book, and, and for me, that just reiterates, like, like a lot of the stuff in my book are tested and true principles uh, about yeah. living healthy lives. And, and so then I used different quotes from, I don't know, I have to have the book in front of me, to, but Brian Tracy was one of the people I quoted. Right. I, um, and and, um, I, and when you write a book, you can only use quotes of a certain length before asking for approval. Right. And, and because there, there's copyright and plagiarism and, and, and that. Mm-hmm. So I put out requests. Can I use your quotes? And, and I got various different responses. Brian said, no problem, go ahead. And it's his, um, um, it was his poem on um, I Believe. And, uh, oh, okay. And it's near the beginning up. of the book. I don't know if you're familiar with that quote. Uh, not really, no. Okay. Anyways, I, I asked him if I could use it, and um, he said no problem. And so as a thank you, I sent him a copy of the book. 
Nice. Just um, nice. when when the book came out, and just put where where his quote is, so he would know. And uh, all of a sudden, shows up uh, a, um, a testimonial because he nice. he went through the book and read through it, and this is what he came right. up with. So I didn't ask for it; I was just giving him a gift because of his gift. Wow! Can well, I I'm share? Can it... I re- go, go ahead. ahead? Sorry. Well, no, I'm going to say, can I read? Can I read that poem? Please do, because I, mean, I just wrote down to look it up. Okay. It, it, okay. And, and it's from Brian Tracy, I believe. I believe every person has within themselves inexhaustible reserves of potential they have never even come close to realizing. I believe each person has far more intelligence than they have ever used. I believe each person is more creative than he or she has ever imagined. I believe the greatest achievements of your life lie ahead of you. I believe the happiest moments of your life are yet to come. I believe the greatest successes you will ever attain are still waiting for you on the road ahead. And I believe through learning and application of what you learn, you can solve any problem, overcome any obstacle, and achieve any goal that you can set for yourself. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and you know what, I see you know why what, you Tom? Use that. Yeah. And, and, and that takes guts. That takes work. That takes wow. getting out of your comfort zone. It takes thinking outside the box. But because... We have in us, we have the capability to do it. They have, I have heard said numerous times, we only live up to, we live up to less than 10% of our potential. And if we only live up, to, like, like add a 90, another 90%, add even 10% to what you're presently doing, like how much more can you accomplish? Instead of saying, no, I can't do that, say, yes, I can. Yes, yeah. I can. I might feel uncomfortable a bit, but how can I how can I do this? What can I learn? Who can I ask? What can I do differently? But wow. if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, you know that. I know you know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy making. Now. It's crazy making. Yeah. <laughs> you got me pumped up now and excited. There. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today, Betty. That is an amazing book. And in my own personal viewpoint, guts, like mental and physical and just mental toughness and guts is what t- it takes to get through the okay. challenges of life. And so a great topic, a great acronym, and uh, a great background you come from. I admire nurses more than I admire doctors because you might see your doctor for like three and a half minutes a day, but you've got your nurse for 24 hours a day, and they've done way more to help me mentally and physically than doctors have, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and Tom, I commend you for the work you're doing, and the cha- with the challenges that, they, that you you have, life has not um, um, been easy for you. And, and I just commend you immensely for what you're doing yeah. and how you keep moving forward. 
And, uh, well, thank you so much. You. I, pur- I purposely do things like this, so now I'm pumped up. So as if I'm going to be thinking, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm aching all over today. I'm going to be thinking, wow, that was an amazing interview. So uh, thank you so much. You made my day, and uh, I'll be thinking about this. And I'm going to go over your book again. I uh, uh, read it on the Kindle version. Now i got to read it that you sent me in the hardcover and yeah. do my underlining and my all my notes on it. And so thank you so much for that. I know oh, everybody Look at, uh, you can find it on Amazon, but you're blessed enough to have your name as your domain name, and so that is the best way. So Betty Franklin, and people shouldn't have a hard time spelling Betty Franklin, B-E-T-T-Y and Franklin, F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N. And so good, smart marketing move there to get a website name with your actual name. And if people, Tom, if people purchase from my website, um, I will personally autograph that book for them. Ooh. Amazon you won't get the you won't get the autograph, but you send you purchase it through my website, um, you will get um, you will uh, you'll get it autographed. Oh nice. I will put I will that on my autograph it with your name. Nice. I'll put that on my website when I promote that. So BettyFranklin.com, go get the book there uh, and get it autographed. If you want to get it, at least get it autographed. So that's great. Thanks so much, Betty. I appreciate it. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you, Tom. Take care.